Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Geary, and we're here to talk about the Challenge All-Stars Season 3, Episode 1 and 2, an amazing couple episodes of television. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? And we are not joined by our lovely Canadian Nikki Sin because Paramount Plus is really bad in Canada, but we are joined by the Northeastern, the very lovely, our friend Zoe. Canadian adjacent, we'll say. Yeah. Episode, uh, we got the first two episodes of All Stars 3. Uh, we had, we've been in a challenge route for five months or so. It didn't really feel like five months because it's been built up for so long and so long, but it, it, it has. And it, it was worth the wait. It was two excellent episodes of TV, in my opinion. Uh, how, how do you guys feel about it? Yeah, we needed the breather, I think. it's It's just been a lot. I feel like it's about to be a lot more in the next couple months, next few months. But it was good. I was glad that the return was All-Stars and was people we could root for and get behind. So I feel good about it. Yeah, well worth the wait. This crew coming back, just the way the entrances started just got me so hyped for this season. Yeah, and I, I talked about this like on Twitter, but like just the way they kick it off with like Veronica and Tina, like two people who have meant so much for the show. And like we saw Tina last season. We actually haven't seen Veronica yet on these OG shows. So it's like you get a best of both worlds where like people who've only been watching the All-Star shows like, oh, hey, Tina's back. And the people who haven't like, oh, my God, Veronica's back. Yeah, the entrances were my favorite part. I watched them probably six times. My only complaint is I wish everybody's entrances would have been like more in depth just so I could get like the backstory that I already know, but just wanted to hear again. But they were still perfect. Even seeing them just get out of the cars. Perfect. They got it done so well. Even the people like Cynthia and Ro- and Ronnie, who, like, their seasons aren't on streaming at all. So, like, even if you try to go back and watch old seasons, like, you can't even find those two people, really. They tell you, like, Ronnie's a two-time champ. She, like, has never lost. And then Cynthia was on the first season ever. So they're, like, they're historic. They're, they really are all-stars because a lot of people who, you know, don't watch the show or aren't, like, super into it, like, they're, like, who are these people? How are they all-stars? Yeah, I don't think I saw either of their seasons. Like, I've definitely seen some of the older ones, but it just felt like I was getting, like, this cool dose of challenge history that I wasn't privy to, so I'm super excited. Yeah, and I feel like it's different than, like, the regular show getting rookies. Not that they're rookies, but on the OG show they are. Because, like, wow, these people actually have a name for themselves, and I could possibly root for them once I watch them. Yeah, and they're from, like, a golden age of reality TV, too, like, before the personalities were overly manufactured or trying to be influencers. Like, they were just real people. So I'm just really excited to see what they're all about. It's one of those, I'm not trying to shade any, like, really old people, but it's, like, when you talk about people who, like, stopped watching reality TV in, like, 2000 or, like, 1999, and you mentioned, like, a certain name, like, Cynthia, and they're, like, Cynthia's back on TV? And it's just, like, modern challenge fans have no idea who she is, but, like, I remember going on, like, Twitter and she was on an HGTV show in, like, 2009, and people were popping off in, two, in 2009 Twitter. Like, oh, my God, you see Cynthia's getting her, her her backyard fixed? Like, people were just going crazy about it. And it's just, like, that's a whole world we don't understand, but it's just, like, so many people, like, they get those special moments. And it's just, like, it's part of what, like, making being a fan is, like, awesome, like, for the show specifically, because sometimes it's just it's so bad with, like, it just we've watched Spies, Lights, and Alice, and it's so bad. But then you get these good moments, and it's kind of worth it. <laughs> yeah, I loved when she was like, uh, my last show was in 1998. Some of you guys probably were not even born, and it's so true. Yeah. But another entrance that, I like, 
it just almost took my breath away. It sounds stupid, but I was like, wow, they did this perfect. When John A and uh, what's his name? Curly hair. MJ, MJ got out of the yeah. car. I was like, okay, cool. The two champs. And then yes, got out with them. I was like, oh, this, they did this perfect. Yeah. That was so intentional and so smart. I, I just, all the duos and like the trios that were coming out, I just was like, oh yes, that's, that's a group. And that's a group. And Kayla and Sylvia coming out together, looking just gorgeous. And it was just between like the old school era and the newer school era. And I, I was just like on the edge of my seat, just watching them get out of those cars. I, I love Kayla and Sylvia coming out, like looking very bright colors. Cause they're like, yeah, we're bringing a youthful energy to this OG show. Like we are like, we're aware that we're like the people who stand out and we're going to stand out even more. Cause it's like, you can't pretend that you're something you're not. And it's just like, they're going against the green. I, I really love that. They put yes and MJ and John A on the pedestal, which is like, freaking awesome especially because like you told someone like i don't know 18 months ago it's like yeah this cast and the three people who are the champions are mj john a and yes which is like no one would have expected yeah and i know that kellyanne was sitting there seething <laughs> being like <laughs> and it made me happy <laughs> the the entrance i mean i just love the west melinda nehemiah entrance like it was just like it was like a wrestling trio of like Wes is the head, Nehemiah is his sidekick by his side, will do anything for him to win. And then Melinda's just like the eye candy who's also badass in her own right. It was just they came in and they like they they were they shifted the tone. They really did. Like people were like kind of pressed. And I mean, I don't know if they're the most likable trio, probably not, but they really, I mean, like just they they made the entrance their own. Any trio with Wes in it is not going to be the most likable trio. No. <laughs> not at all. And I think I think they just, I mean, we're going to talk about it, I'm sure, but the dynamic that Wes brought the second he even walked in the house, it's like, oh, this is going to be a different all-stars. Not Maybe not in a good way or a bad way, just like this is different now. Wes brings a different just air to everything. No Wes is, uh, he, he's like the method actor. Who's like, I don't care what anyone else is doing. I'm playing my role. I'm trying to get the Oscar. I don't I don't care about your scenes. Like it's my it's my show. It's my show now. Yeah, I found I found it really weird though, the the dynamic of Kellyanne, Kendall, and then Tyler coming in together. It's like Kellyanne Kendall are friends, sure, but Tyler, did he just have no one else to walk in with? I think it's that more yeah. like I'm trying to think of who he could have come in with with instead of them. I have to say, like, Tyler wasn't supposed to be on this season. It was supposed to be Bananas in that role, and then Tyler was the alternate. So when he walks in, Derek says Tyler's name with, like, surprise. I don't know if Derek knew that Tyler's supposed to be there in the first place. Like, that's what it sounded like to me. It's like, oh, hey, Tyler's here, guys. I didn't know he's supposed to be here. He would have let Bananas come in all by himself. Or oh, him Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, my God. They, they would have brought put... him in on a helicopter. Yeah, and be like, I'm here, guys. And people would have bowed down to them I, John, or not john a um naya and jordan walking in together like it's clear the narrative we're gonna get fed this season but like when they walked in i expected we got it eventually but i expected a confessional right then and there of like here's where we're at here's where we were but it also just like that visual was like wow if you'd have taken someone back nine years ago and be like this is gonna be them i wouldn't have believed it 
You were just showing us all the sexual tension between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it is really... still there. It's like, I feel like it's always been there, and it's like oh. still just like pulsating. Yeah. It really is like the, the the TV drama, like the ABC family drama that goes for 12 seasons. It's like we're on season 12, and now they're together finally. And it's just like, like, dude, we ran out of plot lines at this point. We just got to throw anything against the wall. But it does feel right in a way. I mean, they walked out by the pool, and we did get this little, like, you know, I've I've changed, and I'm a better person, which I'm like, okay. But Nia was like, are you going to get down on one knee? And I was like, what? Like, what is this dynamic? But – I'm interested to see how it plays out because I'm sure it's going to get uh, a little iffy. Yeah, MTV's little Jordan redemption arc in two sentences, and we're moving on, and we're not going to talk about this again. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, I stepped over Luke two minutes ago talking. I apologize for that as a podcast co-host and a friend. I felt very rude. I was just, my brain was going, and I, could, I couldn't stop. Oh, you're fine. Didn't even notice it. Yeah, all right, so... Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> we get into the daily challenge. Actually, you know, before we get into the daily challenge, another one of my favorite moments. Veronica, I mean, Tina looking over Veronica in the bunk beds being like, oh, my God, who would have thought after all these years, I'm looking at you in a challenge house in a fucking bunk bed. <laughs> yeah. And it was weird to, like, they said this too. It's weird to think they only did three seasons together because I remember their bond being so incredibly close. And three seasons at this point seems like nothing, but they had a genuine friendship. That's how iconic they were, right? Like, mm-hmm. they were two out of three mean girls. They stick out in your brain. They both have so many moments that it doesn't even register whether or not they were together. They just had that much of an impact on the franchise. Mm-hmm. That photo of, like, her, Rachel, and Veronica just smiling in the Inferno 2 at the deliberation, like, that's just, like, one of the, like, probably ten most iconic photos in challenge history. Like, that's what I think of, like, when you think of, like, alliances, especially on the female side. Like, they are icons. Like, oh, my God. Uh, let's get into the first daily challenge. And I really liked it because it was, like, cardio and mental. Test two things out the bat. Get a first place finisher, second, third, etc. See how everyone places. And then last place goes directly into elimination. I love that. And I love that third place gets safety because it makes that it, people, when they aren't coming in first, sometimes they just give up because they know they won't come in last. It elevates the competition across the board. I hate daily challenges usually, but when everyone can win, like I'm, I'm invested now. Yeah. I, I'm glad that he told them first, like if you, if you get last, you go in because that adds stakes to it. Cause sometimes TJ will do that afterwards. Sometimes maybe they change the rules after they see who lost, but it just was perfect. It's exactly what the format should be. Yeah. And there adds that a little bit of political element where the authority still has work to do and decides who goes against. But I love the loser, the person coming in last going in automatically. Because it just last year or last season, I should say, on the way they were like hedging the what was the thing that was like saving people? Was it a life? Yeah, lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah, lifesaver the way that they were just like knocking that out every time. And they basically figured out how to eliminate that as a threat just didn't do anything. So I'm hoping that there'll be a good balance of politics this time around. Plus there's also the element of like, even if you come in second to last, like that puts a target on you because now everyone's watching. And I like that everyone has a placement now. Cause it's just, I really am someone who usually doesn't care about daily challenges. Like, especially like, 
once I know someone's winning or in last, it's like I just I just tune out. Uh, they make me watch the whole time, so that was good. Uh, on the men's side, West comes in first, and uh, he's someone who's been studying like memorization games like the last few years. I know when he's at Beta Blocks, he's probably just watching videos on how to improve his memory because this dude was not this good at puzzles five years ago, even three years ago. He's just like really, and I, I that's impressive that he actually does put in the work when other people don't. But it's just like he knows he's not the best athlete anymore. I mean, but he's putting in the work physically too. He's yeah, his, his body is his body is amazing, but he's just not like the super fast guy anymore. No. Yeah, and I was I was honestly thinking he might try to fly under the radar the first challenge just because like he's not been on these All Star shows. He didn't care, it, which we should have known. He came in so cocky, and I'm sure he will be the rest of the season. But like. He just was like, okay, I'm here. Like, make me your target. Yeah, he grinds all of my gears, but I can't help but respect it, especially when you look at the male cast he's up against. Like, he's not he's not like stepping, like CT stepping on his, his lies and allies and just being like, wow, I am head and shoulders above everyone else here. He is not that much better, if better at all, than the other guys there. I, I'd even argue that he knows there are four guys better than him. And he's still punching. He's like, all right, I got to take out this one, then that one, then that one. Uh, <laughs> like, he has, like, 15, 16-year blood rivalries with Darrell and Derek that aren't even he, – he's like, I don't even have time for this. I have these two guys, and yes, and Jordan, I got to focus on. He's like, I, 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 I hate you guys, but I just – I can't hate you right now. <laughs> no, there's no threat in Derek in the final, so – I think he's playing the long game there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not if there's puzzles involved. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, in second was Yes, which is like no surprise. Smartest guy there. I mean, he comes in second. Wes tries to say he has like unbridled rage towards him. Totally made up for TV. Other stuff I think is a little bit more real, but I don't. I do. I couldn't believe Wes just making that up for no reason. <laughs> no, and props to uh, MTV for the editing there. <laughs> Yes, was like clearly like just catching his breath, <laughs> turning it into a scowl. There was I the, the the moment of like in the episode two where like Wes is just running on the treadmill in the house and they have the montage of people yelling. I'm like, bananas isn't on this season. CT isn't on that season. Kayla, that's from Dirty Thirty, which Wes wasn't even on that season. And the Katie one was like, that she was telling that to Sarah Rice on the ruins. That wasn't even to Wes. Yeah. <laughs> Only one moment was to actually to Wes. Yeah, I feel like, I guess if you're someone who doesn't like watch avidly or haven't watched past seasons, you're like, oh my gosh, these people hate him. But for people like us, I was like, wait a second, that's Kayla on 3030. I see the X's. It made no sense. But good he editing, I guess. Don't hate each other anymore. He and CT buried the hatchet a million years ago. Like, I get what they were trying to do, but not the best choice <laughs> it's 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 just funny too because there are people there who like legitimately don't like him like you could just show the clip of Darrell him and Darrell almost fighting on the ruins him and Derek's pole wrestle you could just, there's so much stuff you could have showed and they just did it and it it was just like we got to get bananas and CT and we got to get them their cameos right now girls <laughs> though <laughs> yes yes I know MJ came in third good for him third place for MJ uh Cyrus came in last colorblind a bit unfair. They also give Jordan a pole wrestle before, so I don't really, I mean, can't really talk about fairness on this show. Uh, and then yeah. Tyler comes in 11th, just looking not great. Is it an accomplishment to beat a guy who's colorblind in a color-based puzzle? 
No. Not at all. If, <laughs> any, at all. if anything, you should give him your puzzle. That would gain you more respect. Uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about the women. Sylvia comes in first, which I was, like, shocked because, I mean, I like Sylvia. I'm a big Lavender Lady fan. I thought she was the fourth best Lavender Lady in puzzles, which means her winning first makes the Lavender Ladies the greatest puzzle alliance ever. Uh, <laughs> I, I was so happy. Like, I'm not the biggest. Like, I like Sylvia, but I'm not, like, out here on Twitter, like, defending her. Well, as of, like, four days ago, I wasn't. But I was shocked. Like, she's someone who I definitely thought her mindset would be, like, I'm new. I'm younger. Let me fly under the radar. And she was like, nope, let me prove that I'm actually not an underdog even though she said it 12 times, but I was so happy. I was so happy. She'll always be an underdog. Like, not for me. I think she's great. I think that the fact that she's an underdog just makes her that much more of a threat because people don't assess her accurately, but she crushed it. It's just her eyes carry so much self-doubt in them. Like, she just emotes fear and terror and like they're just like you can see everything like every emotion she's ever held in her eyes and that's why she looks like an underdog at all times she just does like <laughs> i love her though and it was it was a big win uh learning all the color swatches for like selling houses and stuff like that really came in handy for this daily challenge uh kellyanne came in second uh no surprise there she's good at memorization stuff but she's not good at building puzzles as we'll see later Veronica comes in third, no doubt. She's smart. Melinda fourth, no doubt. She's smart. Uh, Gwen Stefani fifth, no doubt. Uh, Kayla Casillas fifth. I was pleasantly surprised by Kayla in that. I know she said before, like, I should do well in this because my vision's better than all these old people. She's just really digging into those OG fans' heart, and I love it. Me too. Like, we're going to talk more about Kayla later, but, like, I have to just say, I love that Kayla comes on any show that she's on, and it's just like, ah. I'm going to be me. Like, I'm not going to pander to viewers. I'm not going to pander to people in the house. I'm going to say what I want, and I'm going to get a reaction. And she even said in her intro, she's like, I'm known to stir a little bit of drama. It's like, yeah, do it. We love it. And some people have said that she is not as interesting when she comes on the show with a boyfriend, in this case, a husband. I don't know if you, but <laughs> she came in ready to stir the pot, happily married, so I'm happy to see that she can create awesome television while still being happy at home she's invigorated dude she's just so excited to hear people with normal voices rather than british accents like that's she's just she's on her toes man uh <laughs> at the bottom was uh in 11th was tina not a good look for her 12th cynthia which you know that's her first daily challenge in many many years and i felt bad for her because cynthia just has a really nice personality she's just she had really adorable dimples. Really, she had she had a youthly light, like a uh, youthful liveliness to her. Um, but yeah, it's a double-edged sword for me because I said ten minutes ago, like I'm so excited to see these people that are like such big names on the show before I started watching. But also, I have no stock invested in her, so I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, I would have been curious to get to know her to see. Like, I feel like with Ayana last season, I got so interested in her because she was so dynamic, but we just didn't have the time to get to know Cynthia in that way. Yeah, and Ayana, even though she wasn't, like, at her top fitness level, she was, like, a collegiate athlete back in the day. So, like, she just had, like, this, like, this oomph to her. (laughs) 
that Good like memory to fall back on. Yeah, uh, we do see that like with Ronnie a bit, where she's actually like in these challenges. She's like, I'm so used to being the best at everything, but it's been 20 years since I've done this, and this this sucks. I don't like being in the middle of the pack. <laughs> I hear that. So as we mentioned, the top three for each side is uh, Wes, Yes, MJ, and then Kellyanne. Uh, Veronica Sylvia. and Sylvia, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, they are the authority. Uh, Wes and Sylvia get the power to sabotage someone. Wes loves that. Sylvia hates that. Uh, they go into the first vote. Well, actually, before they go to the first vote, they have a jungle party, which looked very fun. Cyrus and Naya really showed out with their looks. Uh, I just I like I like watching people party. It's very simple. It, yeah. And the, well, as you say, it takes you back to the old challenge, fun house party, all the themes, all that. Like, all these people get down in a way that is so much more fun and so much more engaging than whatever they're doing on the current shows. Exactly. I was going to say the exact same thing. And, you know, it's similar in the fact that, like, yeah, they're going to all go party with people they might not be aligned with, but they can separate the game the next day. And I, I really, I love that aspect of All Stars. Cynthia uh, tells people that she doesn't care who she faced in elimination, which makes sense because, like, she's, like, never been part of that lifestyle. She's like, I don't care. Like, I don't know these people. Just throw anyone in. I'll face them. Uh, Tyler is really petitioning Veronica uh, to not throw him in. And he says, well, who do you want to party with? Who do you want to, like, th- like, do this with? Which was idiotic because Veronica, she could have a party of one and she's having a good time. She doesn't need you, Tyler. Like, she just doesn't. Uh, she's very strategic, and you need to play to that side of Veronica. Like, it's just a critical, like, misunderstanding of who she is. And on top of that, nobody is less fun than when they're harshing your vibe and saying, I'm really fun to party with. Yeah, and not to mention, like, I know this is an individual season, but we've seen individual seasons where they're paired up, they're on teams. Tyler is without a doubt the most out-of-shape guy that's there. Like, if I'm Veronica, why not cut him off? I I feel like I don't know if it's his pride that wouldn't let him, but he should have played the layup angle a little bit more. Gone to the guys and been like, if you get rid of me, who are you gonna go against? Eventually, you might have to go in. Don't you want to save me for later? Yeah, what's interesting with Tyler is that he was like the layup, and then he gained a lot of weight back in the day, and he became better because he was like he went from like 150 to 200, and you couldn't push him around anymore. Now he's in like 230, 240, and he's, he can't catch his breath. Uh, so, but like Tyler still thinks like, oh, I've gotten bigger. I could, I could, you know, I could tussle with these people in like a pole wrestle or a hall brawl. No, you can't. Latarian destroyed you. Uh, and it's like now that you don't have the cardio, that's what made you special. Like I, you're just, you're a layup. Own it. Yeah. Use it. But he doesn't know that, and that's that's the problem. It's just you, you need to. It's hard to tell yourself when you've been a two-time champion that you're a layup now. It's just it's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> they get into the authority deliberation. MJ actually throws out Jordan's names first, which I think was a bit shocking because everyone was expecting Wes to jump on it. Uh, once Wes hears that, though, he tries to you know, push the narrative like, hey, maybe we should. I don't think Wes ever wanted to throw Jordan in because he knows it's the first elimination and Jordan would probably beat Cyrus, but he just wanted to get the ball rolling for like a future vote. 
Yes, though he says, oh, I, I want to face all the strongest people in the final. I want, I want all the best players there, which I love. Yes, he's very consistent, and I, I appreciate that. Yes, is consistent to like, a, like a code he holds up, but you could just feel like Wes's stomach like turning at that idea. Yeah, I like, go like ahead. Yes, meant that to his credit, like he truly meant what he was saying. I think he's crazy for feeling that way, but like. Like Alan said, that is his code of honor, and he's going to stick to it. Yeah, I think it's totally genuine. Smart? No, because even Yes said, like, when he walked in, like, it's kind of crazy knowing you're the smallest guy in here. Okay, well, then throw big people in. I I get, like, wanting to win, and, like, I beat them all, but, like, you can beat them all with strategy. You can beat them all by being in the authority and throwing them in. But I do think it was too early to put Jordan in. And I think there there have been people like Yes before who try to play the good guy card who are really just hypocrites. Yes is very consistent. He's just like he's like I'm I'm going in a straight line and there's nothing else there. And that's like when someone's like that, I can appreciate them even though like it's not the it's like it, the gameplay kind of disgusts me because <laughs> I want all the biggest plays to happen. I hate when people play scared, but he's not playing scared because he earnestly believes he could beat anyone in a final and maybe he can. Yeah, and I think he possibly could, but what he's not taking into account is that, like, sure, you've never been into an elimination, but this is a whole new season. Like, if he gets thrown in against Jordan himself, like, it's probably done. And I don't think Wes is a, not Wes, yes, is a bad athlete. Like, I think he's super smart, but Jordan, unfortunately, is a stellar athlete, and he's also really smart. We have to acknowledge the physicality of a lot of these All-Stars eliminations. So for guys like Yes and Jordan going against these mammoth men, you're better off just having them knock each other out early. Mm-hmm. Everyone on this cast is so capable too. It's not even like, like I I could totally believe Nehemiah beating anyone on this cast in elimination. I could see Nehemiah losing to like everyone as well. But like that's how random eliminations can be sometimes. And it's just like if you get the right game for you against the right opponent, that's all that matters. Uh, on the women's side. They go with Tina once Wes throws out the idea of, hey, let's just throw in the bottom two, which is Tyler and Tina. Uh, Veronica gets put in a tough position, but again, Veronica is strategic, and she's just like, I don't know if Tina's worth that for my game. Like, I love her, and she's just not going to lose to Cynthia. So she still votes in her friend, which was a little cutthroat, but it was was reasonable. I honestly think that in... Veronica said too, she's like, um, depending on what it is, maybe Tina will lose. Just because like Tina gave up so easily last season, where it's like, why would Veronica stick her neck out for someone who might not be there again? But also, you're right, like she probably is gonna beat Cynthia. And Veronica knows too that even if she does lose Tina, she still has some has a buffer because her social game is good, her political game is good. Like she said, it's not worth it to completely stick her neck out for Tina at this point. And she's going to be able to repair that relationship, regardless of Tina being hot in the moment. She's going to be able to fix it. Uh, Yeah, at the end of the day, Tina would have to work with Veronica. Veronica doesn't have to work with Tina because she has other allies. And it's like, so even if she throws her in, Tina's going to come back to her. Uh, They go with Tyler, as I mentioned, and just easy vote. Tyler's real upset about it. Hmm. Guys, they voted me in against. Like, you came in the bottom two. You beat a color, barely beat a colorblind guy, bro. Did Luke, did Luke freeze? Yeah. He did freeze. All right. So we're going to keep talking here. 
And we're just going to keep the podcast going because he might unfreeze. He might unfreeze any minute. <laughs> um, so Tyler is sad. That's what happens. He just, he was such a pouty lion this whole episode. He was just like, he was just like a lion who can't kill any zebra. Like other people are killing the zebra and he's just like, I, why can't I kill a zebra? I have to say, I was getting a little sad in my own heart thinking about not having him on the season because he is so fun in those party moments. Like that argument worked on me as a viewer because I was like, yes, I want to see him dressed up in drag, just acting like just, he's just so open. Yeah. (laughs) He's totally gone now. All right. No, he'll, he'll, he'll join back up. We're going to keep the recording going too. This is going to be part of the recording. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm just upset because, like, I've gone to bat for Tyler in so many articles over the years. I'm like, Tyler's, like, one of the most underrated players ever. He's one of the best to, like, that people don't really talk about. Ooh, look who's back. So sorry. Carry on. Yeah, Tyler. One of those people I've gone to bat for for years. So seeing him just, like, really just not be himself anymore, like, in terms of, like, competition, very disappointing. Uh, We get to the actual elimination. It is called Crawl Brawl. Uh, Players have to dig through um some dirt and sand there's a big under a cage i don't know say like what two and a half three foot cage height three foot height cage i don't know uh they have to go through uh claw some dirt out of the way and then go through the tunnel get to the other side grab some sandbags go the other way back uh (laughs) three times total it's like the elimination that nani and west played dario nicole in on rivals three and like the elimination that Maddie and D played on Total Madness, though D was edited out. <laughs> Cyrus and Tyler play it, and Cyrus, who is been like looking great, very very important to note, he's like dropped 40 pounds, he has abs again. He just goes in there, 50 years old, just claws through the sand, man. He really like wanted this win. He basically like just takes out Tyler completely. Uh, it's it's a big win for Cyrus. Like he hasn't won, he hasn't gotten a win in a long time. And a lot of people online are saying like he's just the old guy in the house. Like they just bring him in to be the first person out. Nobody deserved to win more than Cyrus here. Yeah, and I didn't hate to see Tyler go. Just to like touch back on what you said, I feel like his ego has not caught up with his current self. Like he went into this thinking like, yeah, I've got a shot. Like yeah, I can do this. And like. If you can't run half a mile, you're probably not going to be able to crawl with weighted bags through this contraption. So are we saying he's like the male Anissa, but with a resume? Honestly, when I when I said can't run half a mile, my mind immediately went there. So, yes, um, like both had their like glory days. They're kind of not in them anymore. And they're a little bit delusional about them now. Mm-hmm. For sure. So like Have- him lose. Yeah, him losing doesn't really, like, bum me out. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I was really wanting him on all season. Because even last season, he made it further and did not much of anything. Like, okay, you put on a a dress and a wig, and, like, there was a little scene of that. But, like, did that entertain me? Not really. Well, I felt the opposite about that. I I was truly entertained, but I think in terms of working out between the seasons, he should have taken a page out of Cyrus's book and come came back a little bit more prepared. God, it 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 hurts to run when you're fat. It really does. Like nobody nobody tells you that. Like I run a mile all the time, and like my fat, it's just like 
I'm I've gotten in better shape and my fat is just like really jiggly and it just hits me on my like stomach. I'm like, I'm trying to be a better me, but it, it hurts just to have it pound against you as you jump up. Like I really need like a training bra for my entire body. Like I just, uh, I got, I need not a training bra, a sports bra for my entire body. It just, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. It's, That's what leggings are for girls, basically. Yeah, so. it's 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 a real mess. I get it, Tyler. I get it, Anissa. But also, you're you're competing for money, so you should probably do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Which moves us on to Tina versus Cynthia? Cynthia tries her best. Tina tries her best. Tina does better. Tina wins the elimination. That's all I was going to say, too. It's not like Tina was like this force. It's just like, okay, she got through quicker. Uh, because I think we'd all be lying for ourselves if we said that Tina's in great shape, too. I think she's like – she's a natural just like strong woman with like competition like running through her veins at most times. But like I wasn't impressed. I just realized she got through quicker. Yeah, it's hard to even tell just one with the editing but two just – with her opponent like you can't really get a good read on where she's at I would have liked to see Tina against someone that was a little bit more impressive to see really what she could do but I feel like I still don't really know how she stacks up against the competition the only thing I will say about this elimination is you're both trying to dig out the same dirt I would have totally pretended like I was working really hard at digging out that dirt and just let my opponent do most of the work. Even if they have, that means they get past me first, like, sure, go ahead, make the hole, and then I'll just scoot on through. Yeah, it would have made more sense if, like, in the opening on both sides, they had two separate mounds of dirt where there would be incentive to dig out first. Like, you can reach them and beat them quicker. But, yeah, like, why put forth any effort? I'm not helping you. Mm-mm. I think that could have led to, like, just, like, the other person realizing, like, hey, this person isn't digging. So they just stopped digging, and then maybe just, like, a stalemate, and then TJ would have got mad at them. You're, what you're saying is very logical. I just think that's, like, probably what – I don't even know. There's really no – there's just no good explanation to this, like, elimination. It should have been, like, separate cages kind of, like, next to each other. Um, separate mounds, I mean. Um, yeah, we move on. Uh, Tina gets – I mean, Cynthia's out. Tyler's out. Aw. Uh, yeah. TJ announces that uh, Tina and Cyrus uh, get their players, get the stars of the other players, so now they each have two stars on them. Uh, I really hope that, like, maybe you get three stars or five stars or something, and you get, like, a free immunity idol, like in Survivor, or, like, you know, just, or a lifesaver. Like, hey, guys, I'm not going in elimination this episode. I'm cashing in all five stars right here, right now. If it's something more than that, I think it would be kind of outrageous. Yeah, yeah, I hope it's not something they have to wait until the, the final to be able to do anything with it. I hope that they actually get to use it at some point in the game. Yeah. I am excited, though, because I have no clue what they mean. So, like, that's that's a huge perk to, like, keep watching. What are they going to do with these stars? But, yeah, I guess we'll have to find out. And hopefully it's not till the final because who knows how many people are actually going to make the final. Exactly. Um Plus, we already know, like, finals a lot of time, like, they go really weird. So having twists like that could just completely have the internet angry, but the internet's always going to be angry. So let's move on. <laughs> Episode two, people are by the pool, uh, the pool. They're having fun. They're having good times. Wes starts to have breakfast with the final reckoning Vendetta's crew of Sylvia, Kayla, uh, Veronica, fourth yeah. person, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. 
Yes. And they're talking about what they're going to use a sabotage on. West looks like he's strategizing with some friends. Uh, I couldn't. It looked like alliance, but later in the episode, like I'm not sure how they feel about Wes. I like it. Just giving Wes a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, it's like instead of like people coming to him and be like help us, help us, help us, he's like trying to like cast his bait out and be like, are you gonna bite on this? Like usually I'm pretty certain I have this crew that's gonna bite on it. But also this is very random. But you just saying who was the fourth person? And you're like, oh, Jimmy has not been that prominent of a figure so far. Um, and that's not me trying to shade her. I like Jimmy, but like usually she's got a bigger personality. So just small observation. I think that's a testament to how big some of these personalities she's there with this time around. True. Yeah, it really just comes down to the editing floor of like, do we want a Tina confessional or a Jimmy confessional? And it's just like, I mean, I, Jimmy has some good confessionals, but Tina's just hilarious. It, it's, I mean, it's hard to compete with that. Uh, <clears throat> West throws out the idea that they should pick up Kellyanne and Kendall as allies. It's like a mini alliance, uh, which actually not a bad idea because then you control all the numbers. Like, And then you can just throw them to the side once you're done with those people. Not a terrible idea, but they have their own plans already. So, yeah, so we had, yeah. it, it's just weird for me to hear West like, talk about Kellyanne. I really needed them to give me just like a short little montage of like, they were together, they were so in love, and now they're so distant and not, like, anything. Like, that was totally breezed over. Nothing was even said. Judging by, like, the weird outfit choices that Kellyanne has had, I don't know that she's ever fully recovered from that relationship. <laughs> I don't sound like such a catty bitch, but, like, <laughs> Kellyanne is, like, every time she's on the screen, I'm like, what are you wearing? What I, are you doing? I, I think this season is way better than last season. Like, already... Actually, it's <laughs> I'm scared that, that that you feel that way and that it might be true because No, no, she did she does elicit a huh. <laughs> like a <laughs> I'll talk Maybe that's yeah. what Wes is thinking when he looks at her too. Like like who are you? You're definitely not the person that I dated once upon a time. I I just I have more to say about her later, but we'll get to her. <laughs> uh, I, I I do love that Kellyanne is the role of like they just keep the the microphone on her for ten seconds too long, and then she's just waiting for her to say something wrong. Like she just has that role, and I'm like, you're... they used to used to have Jenna Campono in this role, but Kellyanne is just so much better at it. She's just so much better at it. Because well, um, she's just like a little unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, Jenna, they're, like, telling her to say it. It's like, Kellyanne's just like, if you give me too much time to talk, I don't know what my mouth's going to do. <laughs> I'm going to make someone feel a little uncomfortable, at the very least. <laughs> uh, Wes used his sabotage on Jordan, which, actually, like, I thought about it. It's the safest move he can do, because everyone knows him and Jordan already. Like, at odds. If he uses it on anyone else, he potentially gets, like, the allies of those people upset. Like, if you use it on... Darrell, that probably upsets Darrell's allies. You use it on, like, MJ, that gets Johnny upset. You'd rather not have Johnny upset. Like, he already has Jordan upset. Yeah, and he made the comment, I'm going to cast this on the hero of All-Stars 3. And it was, like, in jest. And I read into that statement so many times. Like, is this a dig at him, like, trying to reclaim himself this season? Like, his his image, his narrative? Is this just, like, a little funny joke? I don't know. I don't know what to make of that statement. The hero of All-Stars 3. 
I wonder if it's just like the hype around Jordan in the house. Cause when he came in, all the guys are scared of him. Like they're all nervous about him. Rightfully so. Like say what you want about Jordan. He is a polarizing character. That's for sure. But you cannot knock him competitively. He is yeah. not someone you want to see anywhere near a final. <laughs> the dude, I mean, yeah, he wears that hairdo so confidently. You got to know he's pretty good at the challenge. Uh, because you're gonna look that dumb with that haircut, you got you got to be pretty good competitively. Uh, I, I thought it was just Wes saying that Jordan likes to be the star of any show. I mean, like he's famous for being like you know the extravagant flips and the water challenges, the like throwing like the pole behind his back and stuff like that. He, he always has a little a little flair to him, a little bit of star. Uh, <laughs> the challenges players have to swing in a giant like a giant above swing. the water. Yeah, swing from like 20 feet above the water. They have to knock down a box that's on a perch. Uh, once the box is knocked down, they get out of the swing. They swim to shore, get some puzzle pieces, put the three, like the simple 3D puzzle together, creating a star. And whoever does it in the fastest amount of time wins. Jordan and Kellyanne both have one minute uh, setbacks where like once they get to shore, they can't do their puzzle for a minute. I loved Sylvia's rationale for choosing Kellyanne, by the way, though. Like, Kellyanne, you know, when you were in the, like, the authority with me, we wanted to be fair and put in the 11th place person. So it only makes sense to penalize the second place person. Because how can anybody argue that logic? And it's just saying, hey, I respect you and I'm I'm scared of you. And at the end of the day, like, someone like Kellyanne, who's clearly really good at this stuff, can, I think, separate that. I mean, she might Mm -hmm. be pissed and she might try to get her back, but she's not going to have, like, some huge vendetta about it. The men go for the challenge, and it's very clear that the people who are, like, the best at this challenge are the ones that are, like, the most explosive athletes, the ones that have, like, really good ass strengths, basically. (laughs) Like, the ones who have the most, like, power in their legs who are just kicking, you know, back and forth. MJ killed it. He's a big guy, former college athlete. Derek, former college athlete. Jordan. I mean, the most explosive dudes were doing well. The least flexible, least agile guys, the ones that, you know, LT, Darrell, Wes, they struggled with it. They were just Darrell partially because of heights, but... Yeah, they, they were not doing well. Uh, the men's heat goes. Uh, Jordan is, like, probably the fastest of anyone. But because of the one-minute penalty, he comes in second. Uh, yes, once again, dude kills it. Awesome competitor. Finishes in first. And Brad, very surprising third-place finish. You just saying Brad reminded me he's on this season. But, ah. but good for him, yeah. Brad had a, maybe the biggest moment of episode two, like, very quietly. Uh but, yeah, very surprising third-place finish. Uh, when it came to the bottom, it was Latarian, Darrell, and Wes. Uh, Wes gets the puzzle done quickly, and then it comes to Darrell and Latarian, who both timed out. Latarian does it the slowest because he takes a bad fall and is just not as good as the puzzles. Uh, sucks to see, but if you be, he's the only non-champion on this cast, and now he's kind of the low man on the totem pole. <laughs> the women's side <laughs> goes... And again, the most explosive people do well. I think it was four women were able to knock down the box. Kayla, Kendall, Kellyanne, and John A. Did anyone else knock down the box? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. And three of them were then first, second, and third. John A came in first. Kendall came in, uh, Kendall came in first. John A came in second. And Kayla, our girl Kayla, ooh, baby. If, if anyone did any doubts, it would be the mental side of the game. Did take her a little bit to get the puzzle done, but she gets it done, comes in third, and then Kellyanne, my God. 
<laughs> See, I couldn't get over that. It's just like this is what I was saying a little bit earlier. Like I'm gonna touch on her later. Something's not right there. Like she, <laughs> something's wrong. It's a star. Her talking to herself and like I watched it with subtitles. Someone said, "Come on, Kellyanne," and she's like, "Kellyanne, that's not my name. It's Kellyanne." I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "I forgot what a star looks like. Like I can't do this. I'm just gonna quit." She lost her cool so quick that like. I wouldn't be scared of her anymore. Sure, she's great, but like she can be psyched out so easily. So like as a person who is, I work with children, so I'm very familiar with six to 12 year old meltdowns and what they look like. And that was peak kindergartner losing their shit. Like just pretending like everything they ever knew flew out of their brain and they couldn't just you could have asked her that she could have been doing a puzzle that was spelling her own name. And she probably would have like stomped her feet and kicked the puzzle away. That's what she was doing. The muttering to herself and the, I just can't do anything. Nothing I do is right. I'm like, get it together. Like you are just like proving yourself to be so mentally weak at this point. And she had such a domineering, like start, like she got down quickly. And I'm like, was it the one minute penalty that really psyched her out? Or is she just like, so against puzzles like she's like puzzles just be equalizers okay tj and i'm like she's Who? she's good at like rogue memorization and stuff like that it's just like the 3d aspect of it is really tough to her i know like i, I know people with dyscalculia like when they see numbers they're like this is i can't i can't even, i don't even know what this is like they, they just you know um so maybe it's kind of like that um <laughs> rough look for her rough look uh especially because she got it down so fast she really killed it physically uh <laughs> do you think she, do you think she has trouble parking cars like uh, i think yeah. she has trouble with a lot of day-to-day things <laughs> that the most average person <laughs> like do you think like if she ever had to mail something like having to get like a stamp to put on it would really throw her off is it the right corner or the left the top or the bottom or she put like 12 stamps across the she she needs to get like those packs of peanut butter where you like the small ones where you have to like unfold it because she's never getting the jar back on she's never getting the jar back on her peanut butter bro <laughs> and like we're probably about to talk about it but like i wish that tina hadn't dq'd the way that she did because i feel like kellyanne would have came in last and that would have been a real meltdown but then tina shit the bed oh my god what? <laughs> what happened? I loved her comment about being top heavy. She's like, I know I'm top heavy, but damn. But like within seconds, she was like face forward in the water. And I'm she like, fell out. Like, how did that happen? Have you never been on a swim set before? <laughs> I just, I love that the safety producers were probably watching that. Like, we don't even, we didn't even know that was physically possible. We didn't even know that someone could fall out that way. <laughs> I did love that she lost gracefully, though. Like, she's like, yeah, I messed up. I'm going in. This time, I did deserve this. She was just like, ah, okay. And I love the banter that her and TJ have where he's like, he quite literally said, you shit the bed. And she's like, ah, I'm just getting better with age. And he's like, you're not, but I still love you. <laughs> she's a great character. She's she so would have been just so much better just sitting there, not even moving. Just just sitting there, and she would have not come with us. <laughs> Oh, my God. And Jemmy also won out because she's like, well, great. Now I'm not bottom two. 
But Jimmy, like this is so random. She wasn't the only one. There are a lot of people that when they did their checks, their puzzle was not right. And they were like, yep, that's good. It resembled a star, but there was one central piece that like it flipped the other way, left a big gaping hole. And Jimmy's was one of those. I'm like, she does not have this right. But that's probably just something I noticed. Because I also can't park cars because things stress me out. So, yeah. You and Kelly Ann should go on a little vacay together. Yeah, I think that would not work out. I mean, I got to admit, I don't I don't parallel park either. I The second day I got my car, I clipped someone's uh, side mirror. And then I sped off in terror. Like get him. Was, He's here. He just admitted yeah, to it. Yeah, no, I I I luckily they had one of the de- detachable ones, so it was just like it just clinked back on. But yeah, I like I parked my car like four streets away after that happened. Like I just I just I just, I was so terrified because I just got my license and I was just I'm a bad person. That's just that's a side note. Um <laughs> I live in Vermont, so there's we don't have to parallel park. You can just drive a little further, you're gonna find a place to park. <laughs> We uh, after this we get the deliberation, Ooh. and it was like it was a great deliberation because like the three people we have because we, we have three different female layers in the last time which is great, you know over half of the female cast now like that's left now has been in power, uh the men it's yes is the same and then also Jordan and Brad, they all decide to announce one person that they'll save and Kayla initiates this because everyone knows. She's going to save Sylvia. So it's just like, well, Sylvia's not going in. I'm just saying it. Let me find out everyone else's cards on the table. Let me just pause because this was so brilliant because Kendall, this is not me hating on her, but like she was trying to take the nice approach. Yes, was on board with it. And Kayla's like, no, this is our vote. They lost. Like, I'm not saving six of your people. Like, let's just say one name because honestly, Kayla knows her number ones. So like by her doing that. She's isolating people that aren't working with her anyways. It was so smart. And I saw people on Twitter saying like, oh my gosh, Wes and Kayla are bringing like the regular show dynamics to All-Stars. Good. Like it's not the regular show that we're used to now. It's like the regular show from like four years ago, five years ago, where there's actual politics going into who are we going to throw in? Like this is not the friendship game of like, oh, we don't know this person, so I guess we'll let them go in. Or, oh, their their knee's hurting, we'll let them go in. It was – love, Kayla. That was so smart. Yeah. And it it's – Well, it was bringing the regular show in in the right way. Like, exactly. Like it wasn't doing it into like a boring shoes fest like we've seen in recent seasons. It was bringing back just a little bit of cutthroat, a little bit of strategy, and she got what she wanted. It was just – Chaos. More information on everybody else. It's it was good chaos, and I, it's important to note that like Tina asked John A, he's like, I don't want to see Melinda, I don't want to see Veronica in elimination. If you don't do that, I'll be angry. And John A and like Kayla are like, well, wait, you you lost. Like you're we trying. Heard bad behavior. That yeah. Goodbye. And it essentially comes down to like, what if this is what you're telling me when you're in last place? What are you gonna say when you're in first place? Like, that, that's what it comes down to. It's just, like, I love Tina, but it's just, it was nice to see, like, John A really just, like, put her smile on and just be like, all right, that, you've just decided your fate here. Uh, I, I love Kayla's little soundbite. Alan tweeted it recently. She's like, and if you're a loser, you're a loser. I'm like, so that means. But, like, yeah, you don't I, get to pick and choose. I love that so much because I just know there's so many people who've been watching since 2002, 1994, 1875 who were just like 
like they see that tweet and they're just writing paragraphs like Kayla's the real loser. She was like she never did half the you know stuff like that. They're just typing their paragraphs from right now the moment she said that and it was just like God, I I because I feel like we haven't seen this Kayla in a while. Like she's really bringing it fastball, curveball, everything she's throwing. It's just it's it's she's snapping. Uh, <laughs> thirty thirty Kayla vibes. Like I'm loving, so love it. Uh, I had this deliberation. So Kayla says. She's not going to throw in Sylvia. Johnny says she's not going to throw in her guy, MJ. Her guy, you know. Yeah. Braid it up. Uh. <laughs> Kellyanne says, not Kellyanne. Kendall says Kellyanne, which, duh. Like, they're yoga sisters. They're interchangeable jo- at this point. Mm-hmm. Jordan requests his girl, Naya. His girl, you know. Braid it up. <laughs> Yes, request Jemmy and, and Derek. Derek. Now, no one was going to vote in Jemmy, so I think that's why he got Derek in there, too, because it's just like, that's his real one. No one was going to vote in Jemmy because, I mean, they're friends with Jemmy. Yeah. Uh, and then the big one, Brad, like a kid who has like a peanut allergy in class and he has to tell the teacher like, hey, we can't have these peanut butter cookies. I'd like to save Wes. I'd like to save like if everyone just their brain explodes. He, he tries to do it in the most low key way possible, but it's just like. The guy everyone wants to throw in, it's like, yeah, yeah, Wes? And it doesn't make the most sense just because last season he made such a big, like, fuss about him, his and Nehemiah's relationship and, like, how he felt betrayed and, like, how they were best friends. Like, Nehemiah wasn't his choice. Wes's? And he's like, Wes is my friend. Well, Nehemiah is Brad's friend because he's so close with Wes. Mm. And, like, like, Wes was at Brad's wedding, like, Brad was at, like, Wes's, like, uh, bachelor party. Like, they are, like, they've stayed close even though they haven't been on TV for, like, all these years. Like, Wes has stood by Brad through all the tattoos, the haircuts, the tweets, the DJing, uh, <laughs> the SoundCloud profiles. Like, he stayed by his guy. He stayed loyal. And I think it actually was a very smart move by Brad because he's like, well, I can't beat Jordan, yes, Darrell, in a final. I'm not going to go after them myself because they are my friends. Or like Most of them are my friends. Wes will go after them, though. So if Wes is in the game, Wes will not target me, and Wes will go after the threats that will raise my chance of winning. So Brad really had just put his stake in the game on the table. I thought it was a smart move, but it was a ballsy move. And I think it's like going to have the most ripple effect in the game because like it's a lot just to put yourself out on the table for someone that's public enemy number one. And I think it puts a, a more of a target on her, his back than there could be potential. There could have been potentially just because he's just now very expendable to a lot of people who might not have been like totally sure on where he stood. I yeah. His, know, coming from me. His chance thought, of getting eliminated is like 10 times higher, but his chance of winning just like went up five times probably like that's yeah, the difference. I, I thought the same as Zoe because at first I was like, well, he was kind of in no man's land last season. He wasn't really like in any specific alliance. So, yeah, let's jump on the West train. But people aren't going to target West because he's really good. Not that Brad's not, but like Brad's less good. So that's an easy way to get like a shot in at West's ego. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think people are afraid to go after West. I, I saw West lose to Dario. I saw West lose to Bear. Like, I'm not. Like, West can lose to. Like, West would have gotten beat in this elimination just flat out and i think like 
Brad saving Wes. He's also like, I think Brad could beat Wes in elimination like pretty easy. Like Brad's very athletic when it comes to like the raw athleticism needed for a lot of these eliminations. Um, I, I think thought West, it was, yeah. Wes is a huge threat in terms of a daily. Like he has strong potential to win a lot of dailies, but I'm definitely he's more susceptible in, in elim, eliminations now, despite his record. I think I think since uh, he went eight and zero back in the day, he's like six and nine since. Like, so he's he's not he's had a losing record in recent years. So I like I like Wes, but not not looking great in eliminations. Uh, we so that means they put in they're, they're limited when it comes to options now. They only have Nehemiah, they only have Mark, and they only have Cyrus Devoted. I don't think they want to throw in Cyrus because he just came out of it. Uh, Yes, actually, like, yes, hates the idea that Wes is going to be safe. He's like, can we can we put Wes back on the table and save Nehemiah? And it's like, no, that was never an option. So what it comes down to is they look at their part in the game and they vote in Mark Long, which was insane as Mark Long never gets voted into elimination. And a lot of the Internet got really mad. They're like, Mark Long doesn't get voted into elimination. He Like, he's the godfather. He's the reason the show exists. You should respect him. Mark Long, I mean... He's had 20 years of free rides. He's had free rides since 2002. Like, it's not... <laughs> like, it's Mark Long... Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, Mark Long's, how did this happen? It's like, dude, you didn't even consider you could go into elimination. That's why it's happened. It's like, you know, you, you get your meals comp for 25 years. You get a, you know, you get a check for dinner. You're like, what's this? <laughs> yeah, and, like, I understand Mark, like, started the We Want OGs thing. But, like, all the people on this show also agreed to come on to the show their stake is you know pretty close to his and also that doesn't leave him unsusceptible like then that's just not fair so i actually love that he was one voted in it shocked me but i'm like prove yourself you can be totally grateful that mark got this whole ball rolling and still acknowledge that he is a viable part of this game and i think at his core mark respects that too he might not have liked it in that moment but I'm sure it was it was a good wake up call for him to realize that the people were playing hard and that he couldn't just coast. And it's why like the authority having all these people makes sense because there's more names that need to be thrown out. Like this never would have been an, even an option if it was just like one person voting. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. And I actually have to say like we're kind of crapping on the way he didn't play the game politically enough to like keep him from the keep that from happening. I really enjoyed the scene of Mark getting the phone call with his mom, where his mom's been battling cancer and he's really vulnerable. And I've always thought Mark Long is a very public personality who we don't know anything about. He's like, he is the host. He comes on as like an additional host and he says big words, but you never really know much about him after all these years, after 50 years. Uh, It's just, we don't know anything about him. And the fact he just like was very open about his actual life made me a bigger fan of him yeah i would agree and i really liked that in that moment too he was like okay game on let's do this like there are a lot of people that get voted in or like i didn't deserve this these are my friends i'm so upset and he i think he at that moment had his wake-up call and he's like okay this is the game that i'm playing let's do it yeah and he had the best motivation possible and i with those little clips i became a fan of his mom i was like she's so sweet and cute and <laughs> She looks amazing. He's 50, and that's his mother. She's got to be at least in her 70s. Like, but they're good genes in that family. Good genes. Mm-hmm. 
on the female side, Melinda gets voted in. Uh, Melinda has a bad ankle, as we find out earlier in the episode from the final last season. She has to quit. Just I'm just going to acknowledge it. She has to quit. I was actually impressed she got through with the daily challenge with the bad ankle. Uh, we know from the final last season that Melinda, like, she has a lot of heart. I mean, she won part one of that final with, you know, rolling that ankle five times. So, like, she's – it's serious if she's given up because, like – and that's why, that's why I think TJ didn't reel into her too much because, uh, you know, it's like, well, I've seen this girl really push herself to the limit. When I she think, could walk down the stairs. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like, TJ also has the wherewithal to know that, okay, these these shows are airing six months apart, but they're filmed six weeks apart. Like, I saw you get this pretty brutal injury. And you still finished, like you really wanted to win. You're probably not going to risk it for an entire season and make it worse. It, it makes sense to bow out. And honestly, poetic that she's bowing out against Tina, who bowed out against her the season previous. We're never getting this to an elimination. God doesn't want it. No. I have to say, I was like a little put off by the fact that she seems like annoyed that she got selected. When in reality, she had to have known that there was definitely a possibility with the group of people that was in the authority that that was going to happen. I was so impressed with Melinda last season. I was a bit of a Melinda hater before that. I didn't think that she was that capable, but she proved me wrong in the final. Um, and But I, I just loved, rubbed me the wrong way that she just seemed like, oh, me? How could it be me? Just like, yeah, well, you're you're an easy target, especially with your injury. She was part of the King's Palace, who took great offense to everything done to them. So, I mean, it is like, it's like, it, when you think about it, like, oh, your best friends are Wes and Nehemiah, you took offense to something? That's, that's a little shocking. I mean, I love her. I thought she was so amazing. She shows so much heart. And her voice just, like, melts me away. Like, she's just, she's amazing. Um, I love Melinda. Heart for Melinda. <laughs> yeah. <Valen. laughs> yeah, 1,000, 1,000%. Uh, <laughs> We get the actual elimination, though, and it's uh, Letarian versus Mark. Another All-Stars rematch, actually, which is crazy because there haven't been many eliminations and we already have a rematch somehow. They play uh, a version of, like, reverse tug of war where they just have to, you know, pull on each other, try and get to a buzzer as fast as possible. Uh, I don't think anyone could have beat Mark Long in this elimination. I'm going to be real with you because he's 6'3", 230 with long arms. He's bigger than everyone. He's pure muscle. And he just can reach farther than everyone. He This elimination was built for Mark Long. He's fit as fuck. Like, I don't care that he's 50. That man looks like he's in the gym more than anybody. And he was, like, so, like, he had such a presence about his face, even face down in the sand. Like, he was determined. He wasn't going to budge. He was going to win this. Even if he had to wait it out. It was really impressive. You're totally right. I feel like just based on facial expression, he had it from the jump. Like, Letarian was worried and nervous, and Mark was stoic and focused. I think Letarian is close to, like, the best he could do. I'm going to be real. Like, no, he I did. Don't, yeah. yeah, it's just because, like, Mark is, like, it's just he's so massive as a human, dude. It just he really did look like a tarantula, like just putting his arms long and far. It just, he had such a reach that like, even when Letarian tried to pull a fast one and pull the thing the other way, it's like, oh, Mark is just like, great. I can just win now. Finally. Like I have, like my arms can reach out and I can get this win. Mark puts up a dominant win and just like, dude, this guy's old, but he's just, he's still so good. Nobody wants a headbanger with Mark Long. No, no. 
Letarian's out. That's sad uh, because he brings an intensity and, you know, he really loves being there. At the same time, now everyone on the male cast left is a champion. Once Cyrus is out, sorry, Cyrus, you're going to be out at some point. Once Cyrus is out, it's going to be like every elimination from then on. It's just like a dream matchup. Unless you get one of the smaller guys in one of those headbanger eliminations. Like, sorry, yes, and Jordan, you might be in trouble in one of those. I, I, I can see Jordan taking some people. I can see, I mean. He took Josh. In a headbanger? I mean, we saw Jordan, uh, what's it called? We saw him back in the day do, like, the hall rolls. I mean, he's fast. He's fast in everyone. He's like, fast, yeah, yeah. He's, one, he's, he's 175. He's not, like, that small. I think when I just look at him, I mean, like, yeah, sure, fine against Derek and some of those guys. But what, even when I look at him against, like, um, Brad or... Brad, Brad's a short guy, though. Brad's, like, five. He's like I a, guess now that I, to- I yeah. toy with a little bit, like, I'm maybe I'm taking some stuff away from Jordan. I I think it's that, like, memory of, like, him recently going against Bessie that has really just mm-hmm. left an impression on me, and that's not fair to Jordan at all. <laughs> but I think you're right. Like, throwing yes versus Mark in a hall brawl, like, yes is going to be obliterated. So there are those off chances that, like, yes, all these guys are super dominant, but give them a specific type of elimination, it's kind of a no-brainer. But we'll just have to see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just just the name, like just the putting the names together, though, like the eliminations are going to be amazing. Uh, and I think on the female side, like anyone can beat anyone as well. Uh, it's getting it's getting good. There's a level of unpredictability, and things are just building up to where like like these two episodes were good, but it felt like they're building up to something even bigger. That's that's some that's different. That's something I don't feel a lot. Yeah, we got a preview for next week. And, like, I guess the rest of the season, I'm not sure if it was just next week, but TJ's like, we're bringing in reinforcements. And I'm like, what does this mean? And then we got this stupid clip of Johnny Bananas, like, being like, it's me. And I'm like, he's not on the season. Did he, like, Skype in just to have a presence on the show to, like, ease us into him being on All Stars 4 or something? I don't know. I don't want it. He can keep it. I was intrigued by the preview with um, Kendall potentially blowing up her own game again. Again, yeah. <laughs> Poor sweet Kendall. Ah, love, She's lovely lady, but so no nice. Thing. But this show takes a toll on her. I know she just like she doesn't have the needs a little suit of armor to go into this show and have just her heart needs to be a little less tender. Like she just mm-hmm. cares too much. Kendall's like the person with the impractical jokers in her ears making decisions, except she's just emotionally distraught after. I love her, but that's what it's like. It's like, all right, now do this. It's just like, and she just, it just makes the run play. I love her though. Uh, we see, so bad. <laughs> we see Wes and Wes really like getting into it with yes. Like he's just like, he says, I'm going to fuck you up. He says like, he says that to him. And I'm like, I, I haven't seen Wes be this aggressive in like a long time. Here's what I love about this. We get a lot of talk about, like, manufactured drama. I genuinely think that Wes is manufacturing this drama with Yes because he feels like he is an easy person to do with because he's not going to react. But I actually love it because it puts Yes in the hot seat. Like, Wes genuinely is like, I'm going to test your good guy persona. Are you really a good guy? Because if so, you're going to take this. And I think I, Yes is just going to be like, whatever. I wrote this down because I, I am now being reminded of it. He literally said during the episode that Yes comes off as pompous. And I was like... I know that you know you're making TV. 
I know that you are a character and that you are not always this person, but like, so I, is it, is it you just trying to have people get irate on the internet or is this a complete and total lack of self-awareness? Cause that man should never be allowed to call anyone pompous ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, Wes is definitely playing into it. And I think there, there's like, there's a real element of like, Wes is kind of has like a cynical view on humans where he's like, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. And so is everyone else. Uh, where he's like, I mean, he's a businessman. When you're, when you're, when you work in business, you kind of just bet on the idea that people are terrible and that they're going to buy certain things that you could buy them, buy low on certain stocks and just build them up. Yes. It's the opposite. He's just so good natured that like Wes can't even fucking believe that a person like this exists. He just doesn't believe like a good human exists in this world. Like, I wouldn't even like I, I wouldn't say that yes is like one in a million. He's like a one in a billion human, and it's just like we got him on our reality TV show. Like I don't know how this guy exists. Looking beautiful, might I add. His wife is the luckiest lady in the world. <laughs> he looks the same as he did when he was 18. It's insane. He's so gorgeous, and part of that is because he is such a gorgeous person on the inside, also. But I know he's a happily married man, so I will cut myself off. But. <laughs> I am a yes man <laughs> through and through. I love them both so much, and it's just they're such different humans. And it's, I, I mean, like, I've been in contact with both of them, and they're just, like, both so nice to me. And I'm like, man, I'm going to really say mean and nice things about you guys over the next couple months. <laughs> but but I'm excited to see it unfold. Oh, me too. I think it's, it's like a modern-day good versus evil. <laughs> I, yeah. Sorry, Wes. Yeah, it is. It, it truly, I, I haven't been this invested in like a rivalry in a long time. And it's just like, who, who would have thought, who would have thought like, I mean, even like two years ago, like, oh, what's the best rivalry going to be? West versus Bananas, West versus CT, West versus, it's West versus Yes. Like who, like who was this guy 18 months ago? And now he's like the number one contender in a challenge house. I swear to God, you could grow a tree out of like his hand. He just, he just brings so much love and just good nature to the world. Any final thoughts? I'm excited. That's my only thought. Ready to see these guys just blow everything up. That's our podcast. Episodes one and two. Went a little long. Had a good time. Follow me on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre. Follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. We actually have a Twitter. Oh, we don't have a Twitter account. I just post videos on there so that my actual Twitter doesn't get removed. Uh, at CF Confessionals. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we have a, we have an Instagram Caffeine Confessionals podcast, uh, caffeineconfessionals.com, iTunes, Caffeine Confessionals, Spotify. Yeah, that's 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 it. I don't know if Nani, I, I don't know if <laughs> Zoe wants her Twitter at dropper. Uh, Nani God Gonzalez. That's why I said Nani because I just, it's, <laughs> it's been on my mind the whole time. I didn't know whether you'd want me to say it at Nani Gonzalez. I mean. Excellent name, excellent character, Alzheimer. Need to get her on one of these shows finally. Um, it's been fun. Thanks yeah, for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining. So happy. And that's our podcast. <laughs>